You are listening to You and the Truth, where we will give you the truth face-to-face. Now what you do with it is up to you. Hi, everybody. This is You and the Truth, and I'm Rat and Ralph, and I'm here with my co-hosts, producers, and all that good stuff wrapped around. This is Paul and Jason. How are you guys doing? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you guys awesome, doing? Man. Hey, listen, I'm going to get out of the way. This is an extremely interesting subject. I have no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to listen to you guys because you guys really wrap your head around this thing. And we're talking about aliens tonight, folks. And I'm not, we're not talking about aliens across the border and stuff like that. We're talking about extraterrestrials. You either believe in them or you don't. I believe in them. I have my theory as to why I believe in them. It might be different than most people think. But let me hand it over to the experts here and you guys get into a conversation. If you don't mind, I'm once in a while, uh, I'll throw in a question. If you're listening to this, uh, well, first of all, do us a favor and, and, and click on the like button and subscribe button uh, so you can you know tune in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have a question, we'll put our email address at the bottom of the screen there, you at you the truth.com. That's you at you the truth.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. And if, if uh, this subject interests you and you want to come on the show, uh, we'll be glad to call you. We'll chat and, um, you know, we'll try to fit you in. All right. So anyway, here we go. I'm going to kick it off with uh, with introducing Paul. Paul, this is your field. This is what you love. Talk yes. to us. So, you know, kind of a little bit about my background. I have no training in this whatsoever. Um, I've, you know, I've been watching uh, alien TV shows and, and paranormal stuff for years, uh, more than 10 years or whatever now. And I, I recently had surgery and I've been kind of recovering. And that's basically all I've had on the TV. My wife is completely sick of of, of alien TV shows and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and, you know, this is, we could spend hours and hours and hours going over different alien reports and abductions and, and stuff like that. And I, I've kind of picked a few that have kind of piqued my interest. And, um, and, and so, you know, we're going to kind of go from there. And, you know, if we want to do another show on this, we can, but, you know, we can, we can do millions of shows on it. So, <clears throat> All right. I want to kind of start out with, I want to talk about um, uh, a Cape Girardeau alien crash. Uh, So back in April 1941, witnesses reported that they thought uh, they saw a plane had crashed in a field somewhere between Cape Girardeau and Chaffee in southeastern uh, Missouri. The main witness was the granddaughter of a local pastor, William Huffman. Uh, When she witnesses the crash, she ran to get her grandfather to go and pray with the victims when they thought it was a plane crash and help in any way that they could. When they arrived at the crash site, they saw no airplane. What they did find was a disc shaped aircraft with no wings or propellers and it was all broken in half inside. They say they saw metallic shards in the field. Well, let me digress here a little bit. They said they saw on their way to the crash, they saw metallic shards in the field that had set the, uh, set fire to the field inside the craft. When they got there, they saw little gauges on some kind of instrument panel, like a cockpit of some kind and little tiny seats, not the little doll seats, but you know, tiny seats um, and some hieroglyphic writing inside the cockpit that they couldn't really make out. Also inside the craft were three small creatures, aliens. Um, They were described as typical grays about four feet tall with big, black eyes and long, thin arms and legs, something like this that you see there. 
Two of the creatures were already dead from the crash, but there was one that was still alive, and the pastor was kneeling over it, praying for the creature when it died. Um, shortly after this, U.S. military arrives at the scene and forced everyone away and took all the evidence. The rest of this story is a complete mystery. Uh, where did the bodies go? Where did the craft and debris all go? One theory that I have that I've heard and read about is that everything was taken to a university near Chicago to be studied and possibly reverse engineered. Now, coming from this, uh, I've also heard um, years after this crash, this is when the transistor is invented. So if you, if you notice, you know, shortly after 40, in the years to come, you know, you have the big, huge TVs, the big, thick TVs that have the tube TVs. And as, as we've gone on, the TVs have gotten smaller, so they don't have the tube TV. It's all transistors and, transistors and stuff in there at the time. So that could have been, transistors could have come from reverse engineering these plane crafts. Okay. The next one that I wanted to talk about is oh, Area oh, Fifty One. Yes. Okay, hold on, Paul. Because maybe Jason, do you have any you have any questions yeah. or comments on on this particular uh, incident? So I just have a you know my my question is was anybody able to interview the family that that witnessed this that was there? Um, it was interviewed by somebody I can't remember some reporter, um, and that's where they got all this information. Um, <clears throat> that's amazing. but you know. There was no other witnesses came forward. And, you know, back then it could have been, you know, if someone comes forward, oh, my God, you're, you're a weirdo talking about aliens and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, people don't want to you know, come forward and stuff. And, I, and I'll get into that a little bit later as well in another um, case that I uh, in, uh, researched. And we have so no other was... information, huh? That's it? No. Uh, and wow. there's other pictures and stuff. Um, oh, cool. But, you know, you know fires and, and, a, and a crash in a local field. I mean, you, you'd think it, it's a, an airplane and people might not run to it to try and help and letting the, the firemen and everybody take care of it. But, you know, and, you know, that yeah, the first thing that comes to my mind is, well, of course, back then, well, this was what, 1941, 41. This was before Roswell. Yeah. Roswell was in. Yeah. So 47. of course they didn't have, you know, cameras or anything handy like we have today. Right. Um, so they couldn't take any pictures of it. So there's really no proof. Nobody has mm -hmm. any proof other than what the government did. The government probably took their photographs or whatever videos mm -hmm. or whatever they had back then. And they, they probably, you know, they probably hid that or for whatever the reason. Um, my question is, well, uh, you know, why didn't these, why weren't these people, because why weren't these people interviewed? Um, I mean, they could have been interviewed by the government. And, you know, the government told them, might have told them to keep quiet about all this. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. And, of course, the question that always comes to my mind is, um, is why would the government ask them to keep quiet on something like this? But that's maybe a, another, for another, yeah. another day, another question. Yeah. But you see, that's where I'm coming from. Why? Why would the government keep something like this under wraps? Mm -hmm. and, but that's been going on forever, right? Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's other stories about um, pilots in Peru and, and other countries who have had encounters uh, with uh, unidentified flying objects or, or unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAPs, um, to where they've actually flown with them and been interviewed by their particular government. 
and their government is openly talking about this to their citizens of Peru or wherever. Not here. I don't know if 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 they believe that they're that the citizens in Peru or other countries are or can take the truth or what easier, but not here. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting to me is that, and, and Paul, I don't, because you're the one that's going to go through, I know you have various instances you want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Has something like this happened in the, since, let's say since the mobile phone was invented and everybody has one and everybody can take pictures. Has something, do you know, do you just happen to oh, know God, if something yeah. like this has uh, happened? I mean, there's a, a ton of things up in Alaska. Uh, I remember some things in, um, uh, where was it? Mississippi or Louisiana, where a couple people have videos on their phones of that, and they've turned it in. Um, it's, I mean, it, it's it's very common. You mean like an incident like this, where they actually went into the craft and no, 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 no. Actual- this means they've seen things in the sky that are unidentified. Yeah. So the question that I have, remember, I, I'm a I'm a cynic when it comes to this. I say, well, wow, isn't it interesting that since we since the invention of the mobile phone which has a camera mm-hmm. something like this has not happened you know where people have actually been there and they've seen the inside of the craft seen the creatures uh in this case a pastor prayed over them and stuff so mm-hmm. has something like that happened and if not wow what a coincidence well, nothing like it, that is if you think about it military got there immediately you're not going to have a mobile phone within right. minutes of them getting there <laughs> it's now property of the u.s government and I'm sure if they see a camera on site there, they're going to take that. Yeah. yeah. Or the men in black. And <laughs> that's another story for another day. Men in black. I mean, that's a good, that's, that's a good point, Jason. I hadn't thought about that. They probably confiscate everything, right? You ain't leaving here. Yeah. Without, let me see your mobile phones because everybody has a mobile phone. All right, Paul, I, I'm sorry, mate. Go, go right ahead. This is very interesting. There, there is a book out, and I'm kind of getting off off topic here. Uh, not off topic. A book out here called uh, by Leslie Keen, um, called UFOs, and it's uh, generals, um, pilots, um, citizens, journalists. They all kind of come forward, and they all have like chapters in this book, and it is really fascinating. And a lot of information has come out uh, in this book. This is uh, this is where I read about the uh, aircraft fighters in, in Peru and all that stuff. A lot of lot of awesome stuff. At least I think. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about. Go ahead. No man, I, I just go back to the same thing over and over again. You know, I understand the reverse engineering and all that stuff, but why would the government? I mean, there's been so many sightings and so many things. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll touch upon this later. Go, go ahead, because I, I want to hear about this Area 51 and, and that, and, and I'll bring this up later. Okay. So Area 51 is a secret Air Force base in the southern Nevada, uh, just north of Las Vegas. Um, it is here where the Air Force allegedly builds and tests highly secretive military aircraft and weapons. It is also where the military allegedly keeps UFO wreckage to study and possibly reverse engineer it. They've also heard that they have um, aliens, uh, I guess, bodies of dead aliens there as well, possibly. Um, It is highly guarded, and they take security there very seriously, as in they will shoot you if you don't turn around and leave. Um, 
One person who has come, uh, who has worked there and has since come forward to talk about this is uh, a physicist named Bob Lazar. One of the only ones that, that I've ever heard of to talk about what they did in um, Area 51. He said that he was hired in the late 1980s to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology. Notice he didn't use the word UFOs. He claimed that he worked at an installation called S-4, which is also located on the Air Force Base. Lazar said that the site consisted of concealed aircraft hangars built in the mountainsides. Lazar also said that his job was to help with the reverse engineering of one of nine recovered flying saucers, which he allegedly uh, were extraterrestrial in origin. He claims that one of the saucers, the one that he coined the term sport model, was manufactured out of a metallic substance similar in appearance and touch to liquid titanium. In later interviews, Lazar claimed that his job interview for work at the facility was contractor EGNG, and his employer was the United States Navy. Later, after Bob Lazar comes out, um, EGNG claimed to have no records of Lazar, and his supposed employment at the base was also discredited by more skeptics and the Navy, as well as the Air Force. Of course, they would discredit it. If they confirmed that, they, that he had worked there and said that what he was doing, then the government would have to go on record having knowledge of alien spacecraft. Ralph, I know you have something to say on that. And you're <laughs> muted. You know, I think we should leave Ralph muted. I like it's that. better like that. <laughs> it's just I had to mute myself because I, I, you know, I just, I want to jump in because, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's, to me, that's a conspiracy. If they're conspiring not to release that information that could be either harmful or in some way impact us, that's a conspiracy. Maybe that's why they call it conspiracist. That's a conspiracy. They're doing something. Here's my question to you, Paul. And I'll tell you, I can see you've done your homework. Yeah. My question is, why the hell don't, why wouldn't they want to release this information other than your theory on, on what is it, reverse? reverse and, and I know both of you, so I, I want to get each one of you your answers. Why? So... Say the government is reverse engineering these spacecrafts, and if you if you look up any of these UFO sightings, you're going to see these aircraft going in like 90 degree angles on a on a second, you know, shooting up, going you know, ten times as fast as any man made aircraft can go. They could reach from here to Russia in maybe five seconds. So why would why would the government want to release that information? Why would they want to take a chance that Russia or China would get this information and turn it against us. Could I be. mean, that's, that's, that's my reasoning that the government doesn't reveal any of this stuff. Right. Cause you know, that if they sense. come out and say that, Hey, we got a spacecraft here, we're kind of tinkering with it to see what we can do, make a super stealth bomber and stuff. Um, you know, people are going to ask questions about it. Sure. Well, they're asking yeah. questions anyway. Well, but, yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. That but it's but it's easier for them to say, no, we have no knowledge of UFOs or space. Yeah, but everybody knows they're lying. Everybody knows they're lying. I mean, just there's just been too many sightings, too many people, too much evidence. Mm -hmm. And they keep mm -hmm. denying this crap. Th mm -hmm. This is why people don't trust government. Now, you right. might say, well, they're doing it for our good. I, ag I agree with that. It makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But this is one of the reasons that the people don't trust government. Because mm -hmm. perhaps the government should say, well, listen, we, we do have... <laughs> we." There is alien 
uh, life. And, and we do have uh, information or we do have some aliens, we do have some crafts. However, because of national security reasons, we cannot divulge any information. And then I would say, well, no, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. But for you guys to deny this shit when people have seen it over and over, pilots have seen these things. Uh, uh, you see, that's what pisses me off about this. Because when you, uh, my experience is when you keep a secret, any secret, even at home, anybody, sooner or later, that secret's going to come to light. Right. And, and the secret, the, the fact that you hit it is always worse than, than the secret itself. That's my take. Jason, what's your view on this? So I don't. I was just looking it up, trying to find the name. I couldn't remember, but I know that there was some think tank back in like the '40s or '50s, and they determined that this could not be revealed to the public because it was it would erode um, like religions and you know uh, morality, different things. I, I don't remember what it was, but I thought that was a good point to bring up. Um, Paul, you remember that? It wasn't Project Blue Book, was it? I don't know. I don't remember. That was the government-run program that studied yeah. aliens. I don't know if that had anything to do with religion. So that might have been something completely different. Okay. Can you go into a little bit more detail, Jason, or it doesn't say there? How, how would it, it would erode religion? Well, what they were assuming at the time, I don't have it in front of me. I couldn't find it while you guys were talking. I was looking around. But um, basically the idea is, well, if, you know, if these aliens are coming from another planet, then your religion is bogus now. So Why? people are going to flee their religions. I don't know. That's what they thought at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, since then, I think the Pope came out and said, there might be aliens, you know, from another planet. God created them too. So whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he said a lot of things. <laughs> well, to me, see, it all goes back to man's ego. We really think that we're the last Coca-Cola in the Sahara Desert. Really, it's it's almost like we we think we're infallible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like we think we're the best. We think we're the smartest. And the fact is that I truly believe in aliens. I'll just I'll say that right. I I believe there's other life forms, and I believe that we're a bunch of morons compared to them. Because let me here's my theory. It's not a theory. This is just an opinion. If we are the maximum intelligence in this galaxy, dude, this galaxy's in deep shit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. That's my take. This, yeah. this is how I feel. Because if we're, if we're able to take a world such as this, a beautiful, this beautiful earth, and totally destroy it, and just make a mockery out of it, we're in trouble. If we're the ultimate. You see what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. my take on it. Oh, yeah. I, I believe that everything man touches, sooner or later they'll screw it up. They can't leave things alone. But I'm ranting. That's what I do. That's why they call <laughs> me ranting around. There is a, a telegraph that a telegraph, a telescope um, or something that's going to be coming out in 2024 that can see like 100 light years away from Earth. And through this telescope, they will be able to find life form on other planets, supposedly. Whether they keep that a secret from us or not, who knows? Well, I believe that's one of the reasons that they keep all the, this is see yours is the reverse. And, and that makes a lot of sense that reverse mm -hmm. engineering. My belief is because I'm a cynic is the reason they keep all this from us. Because if they, if they, if they divulge something like this, it just opens up the door to people believing that there are races. There's somebody out there smarter than us. Oh God. If they're, if they're vehicles, yeah. 
those spaces, like you said, they could do 90 degree turns, you know, and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff that they do and travel that fast. All of a sudden, we're not as smart as we, we say we are. Right. And I believe it's all because of man's ego. We're so we're so damn. Um, what's the word I'm looking for, Jason? You know, we're just so egotistical, so self-centered that, that we Prideful. really believe that we're we're it. Mm-hmm. And and to to admit that we're not. Whether you admit it, you know, openly or, or you're, dude, that all of a sudden the United States is not what people crank it up to be. Yeah. People aren't, our scientists are not as smart as we think. You see, that that's my take. And what if there's Jason, a planet I, some somewhere out in the, unif- in the universe that is a million years ahead of us in technology? Well, a million years ahead of us. And maybe this is what their latest technology is. Absolutely. And they think they think they're the they have the big ego and think that their technology is the best when be. compared to us. It might right. be, but you know there could be two million year old planets that uh, have civilization that long. You know, yeah. there there has to be some planet out in this huge huge universe of ours that has life form on it. Of course, I agree. You, you I can't agree. tell me that there's not. And, but the, but the, the government will deny this. They'll be blue in the face. And that's why they don't want to divulge any of this crap. Because all of a sudden, people will start thinking, well, wait a minute, uh, maybe maybe we're not as smart as we think. Maybe the government. You know, all kinds of crap. Mm-hmm. You see, that's my take. J- Jason, you, you have a – what's your take on this? No, I mean, I think it's entirely possible. Um, you know, I don't like to rule anything out unless I can. Um, so I think it's totally possible. We We look at what, you know, the – the science is telling us that the the universe is immeasurably large and it's been around for millions and millions of years. And we're just, a, you know, what, maybe 10,000, 14,000 year old, you know, you could trace our species back from that, but civilization, you know, 14, you could push it maybe 18,000 years. But, you know, if these, if this other Ralph civilization, was there, you would these know, others, Ralph, would you? yeah, Ralph might know. Well, it was, no, I came in right after that. <laughs> Right oh, after that. Right. So, yeah. And I, and I had some real good buddies. We used to go hunting all the time. So the cavemen. Yeah. And, you know, people talk track, trash about the cavemen. They were good. They were good people. You know, there was always some bums and shit like that. But most of them were just good people. You know, yeah, the fact that they, like they hit their women over the head and stuff. That's where they, you know, the macho thing came up. But a, a lot of people don't know that, yeah. that most cavemen were Cuban. <laughs> so they had this, they had this macho thing, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, you know, I can take all that. It's... <laughs> Yes, folks. Here's the here. If we believe that we're it, dude, we're in deep shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's just my take. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, man. You, you were on a hey, no problem. Like I said it. before, we started. I have a, a script covering you guys, so interrupt me as much as you want. Okay. All right. uh, Go ahead. One more. This is extremely interesting. One more thing on um, Bob Lazar. He also claimed that the propulsion of one of the alleged spacecraft that he studied ran on antimatter. <laughs> reactor and was fueled by at the time and at the time this was unknown uh later became chemical element with the atomic number 115 at the time called um unapentium u-n-u-n-p-e-n-t-i-u-m later it was synthesized in 2003 and became moscovium so that could have come from an alien spacecraft is this do you know if this guy's still around Yeah, yeah he is yeah, he, is, right? he just he just had a special um, close encounters of the fifth kind. I believe so. Yeah, it was I in twenty twenty. Th- it's awesome. You know, um, gives yeah, you a totally start- different take. 
Of course, of course. And, and that's, see, and this is one of the reasons, and I don't want to get off topic, guys, but this is one of the reasons I believe that this whole, the, the government is in cahoots. This is one huge mafia. And, and the entertainment industry, including sports and movies, all that is made to keep people distracted, entertained, while all this crap is going on and nobody has time anymore. With kids, they don't have time anymore to, to, to look into this stuff. This is why it's important, guys like you and Paul, you know, and others that are out there that put this stuff out there. But people don't, most people don't have time to listen or watch these shows. You got kids, what do you watch? You watch shows that are good for your kids. You're too tired from working eight, 10 hours a day, all that. You know, I don't want to get into all that, but they, they keep us like, it's almost like they, they feed us the information they want to feed us. And, 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 you know, most people don't have the time or the energy to look into this. So you get guys like you guys and, and guys like Bob Lazar and I bet a ton of others. And what happens when people like that, like you guys and them, they come out and say things like this and they, you know, everybody says, well, you're a conspiracist, you know, you're a nut, blah, blah, they, all kinds of crap, you see, yeah. to, to discredit mm-hmm. you. And people are so stupid because I believe, I had a conversation with my wife this morning, I believe that the American public today has gone from ignorant to actual stupidity. Mm-hmm. People now, and I say that, and I say that because before they were ignorant because information was not out there today. You Google, you go online, you can get all the information is available, but people don't have time to go online. See? True. So now, now, now they're not ignorant anymore because the information is available. They just don't get the information. So now they're stupid. You see? Everybody should have time to go online to get information. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm sending you guys this so you could put it up. I think it's perfect for what you're talking about. It's a little uh, picture. It says, those who know the least obey the best. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Folks, th- this to me is what it's all about. So I sit here. I know nothing mm-hmm. about this. I'm using just my common sense. And I listen to a guy like Paul, who's done research on this. And I, I challenge anybody to sit here and really dispute what he says. What, why, why is it, what Paul, the, the stuff you're talking about, why can it not be true? Right. See, this is my question. Why can it not be true? Yeah. Because they don't I want believe it, it is. to be true. I believe it's true. Of course. And yeah. like you, millions of people. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. So it, it, they think, they say it's not true. We say it's true. Who's right? You see what I'm now, saying? Now, you, speaking of truth or not truth, you mentioned the, the, the cameras these days. Maybe back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, pictures of UFOs. We're harder to doctor. Nowadays, you see pictures of UFOs. There's a ton of editing programs out there. You could easily put a little disc-shaped thing or some kind of black blur on there or a, a really blurred tic-tac, and boom, there's an alien. You know, that, that could be... That, that's why I'm more inclined to think that these pictures nowadays are, are mostly fake. You think? I don't know if they are or not, but I mean... I have trust issues, so I don't know if, if I mean, I would take, if I would, if I would ever see one, I would take pictures of it and I, I wouldn't doctor it, but you know, believe it or not. Hey, do you guys know that if a, a picture, uh, this is off point, but what you just said, if a picture is doctored, can't, can it, can you find out if it's doctored? Mm-hmm. If you, if you zoom into it enough, it, it could, I mean, you could see, 
sun coming from a different angle. You could see that it might not be cut out, right? I'm looking at a picture over on my right here. Um, there, there's certain things that you can tell, um, maybe, maybe to the average Joe. I mean, you're just looking at a picture. Oh, that looks like an alien over O'Hare Airport, which is what I'm going to get into next. Um, but, you know, it, I mean, to me, some of these pictures that I'm looking at, they, they look fake. I mean, you, you don't know. I mean, but if if you take the time to zoom in and and just really study it, you could you could see different lighting issues, um, see where things have been cut out and stuff. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. So I wouldn't bet against it. Yeah. I would not bet against it. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, there's always somebody for everything. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So you talked about Bob Lazar, and I I know now you want to talk something about O'Hare Airport. Okay. Chicago. This was in November of 2006. And this kind of gets into where we're going to be. Pe- witnesses are starting to be told to be quiet about things and risk their jobs, I guess, by talking about these. Um, so in November 2006, several United Airlines pilots, airline management and mechanics witnessed what was dubbed a flying saucer-like object that was hovering over Concourse C at Chicago's O'Hare Airport at 4.30 in, in the afternoon. So you know there was a ton of people out. Now let me ask you guys one question. When you guys are, are walking around outside, do you really ever look up a lot? I, I tend to a little bit. Uh, you know, I live in Miami, Miami, Florida, mm-hmm. and the weather's beautiful out here. Mm-hmm. So during the day, we look up, we're, we're, we go out walking my wife every day and we look up at the sky and we always say how beautiful the clouds is. Mm-hmm. At night, sometimes we go walking at night mm-hmm. and I look up and I, you know, I look, I love looking at the stars, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I don't know how to answer that. I guess I do. And I look for, when I, in the day I look for cloud shapes and at night I look for, mm-hmm. uh, believe it or not, I look for star shapes. Mm-hmm. You know, like different constellations and stuff like that. It's just something that I learned as yeah. a kid. And I do. I'm not sure where you're going with this, but it's a very interesting question. How about you, Jason? Yeah, all the time. Um, I'm sort of a little bit of an amateur astronomist. You know, mm-hmm. I was that nerdy in astronomy club in, uh, in, you know, back in high school. And um, the other day, actually, I'm driving. I'm like, what's that? I thought I saw something. So I stop, pull over. I take a picture and I'm zooming in on my phone. And I realized oh, it's the Goodyear blip. <laughs> but but paul just one more thing i want to add to this that's that's a great find it. story let me find it so i, I do want to add to this see it, it it's for me it's a little bit different because my wife and i you know we work from home we're we're you know retired and we you know mm-hmm. we just but for most people i don't think most people have time to look at at the sky and the stars yeah. most people are so busy with life and you know, really, before and I was actually going someplace with this. Before I, I started getting interested in in paranormal stuff, uh, UFOs and everything, I would always just be looking straight ahead or, or down or where where I'm going. Mm. I never really took the time to look up, and right. you know, ever since I started doing this, now I'm. You know, is there anything up there? <laughs> What's going on? And you know, we have a pool, and I love just kind of floating in the pool, just looking up, watching. See if there's anything coming down out of the sky. There you go. So yeah, I mean, that, I mean that that could be something too. That like you said, people don't have time to look up. They have time they just don't. to look where they're going and 
judging by the way some of these people drive, we want to keep it that way. <laughs> That's right. We do want to keep it that way. And, you know, like I, I told Jason once, I, I, it's amazing to me, people have time to make babies anymore. Because people are so tired, so busy. Uh, I work eight hours a day. Yeah, but how long, how far away do you work? Well, I, I, I drive 45 minutes to work and back. That's an hour and a half. So you don't work eight hours. You work nine and a half hours. Yeah. Then you got to pick up the kids and, and make dinner. People don't have time anymore. They don't have time. So, so you think they have time to look at the sky? There's always time for a quickie. Well, <laughs> yeah. You see, but, that, but that's, that's, that's a, see, you're sick. You're a sick man. But you're absolutely right. You talk about the sky, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I see. I could get into a whole diatribe, do a whole episode on, on that comment about from cookies? a relationship and a marriage point of view, because that's my, that's my forte. That's where I come from. But you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. You know, Paul, yeah. it's just like, yeah. that's a, that's a great question you just asked. And I think if people took the time to basically look out there, they, they would probably at some point think it's impossible that we're the only ones in this universe. I mean, who knows? If people took more time to look up at the sky, maybe we'll see more. Maybe we'll see more. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. And maybe these aliens, uh, these extraterrestrial, they know that. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, they, they're flying around and doing all kinds of crap because they know nobody's paying attention. Mm-hmm. The only ones paying attention are the ones that won't divulge them, which is the right. government and people that are in that crap. Right. So maybe maybe they're out there. That, you see what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, one day, somebody looks up and like these guys that you said took ki- pictures and stuff and they see it. It's like, oh, my God, look at this. And, and mm-hmm. they've been there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just That's nobody true. paid attention. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm ranting. Anyway, Go going ahead. back to O'Hare. Um, they describe the ad- object anywhere from 6 to 24 feet in diameter. Some say that it appeared as a spinning Frisbee, while others say that it wasn't rotating at all. Um, but that could be some, you know, just point of view. I mean, standing one place, you might not see exactly the same thing as someone standing someplace else. Um, but they all agreed that it appeared under the cloud deck at uh, about 1,900 feet. Uh, witnesses also said that it hovered for a while, then suddenly shot straight up through the clouds, leaving a circular hole in the clouds through the upper atmosphere. Now, I'm also kind of a I'm also kind of a weather geek. Um, so I enjoyed looking this one up. Uh, there's a weather phenomenon known as a fall streak hole or a hole punch cloud. It is a large circular or elliptical gap that can appear in the high to mid level clouds, uh, such as uh, alto cumulus clouds. Uh, what happens is water droplets in the upper atmosphere are much colder than freezing temperatures and that they fall through the atmosphere, they warm and evaporate the clouds below them, forming the big circle like you see here on the on the screen. But, and, and also if, if airplanes go through the clouds, they're gonna leave a little bit of a, a, a hole through the clouds. But this is going straight up. Aircraft don't go straight up. So. Right, right. Um, none of the witnesses could provide their names due to the possible backlash from United Airlines, and th- but they did file reports with uh, local police and newspapers. Um, I'm getting a lot of this information from the um, Chicago Tribune, and I'm going to talk about that here in a few minutes. Um, the FAA dismisses the incident as a weather phenomenon, like we just talked about, saying that the weather conditions were right that day for the whole punch cloud. Um, that has been proven wrong. It has to be, weather conditions have to be freezing. 
Um, but it was around 50 degrees that day. Um, so yeah. that, that could have blown that up. Mm-hmm. And it's according to us, hell, well, they'll divulge that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> according to astronomer, Mark Hammergren, weather conditions on that day of the sighting were right for a hole punch cloud. Nope. Um, it was also important to note that no air traffic controllers saw the object and it did not appear on radar. Now with that, if the object is above them, there's no way they can see it. They can only see out. And I believe there's somewhat of an overhang on some of these air traffic controllers. So they, they can't see up. Um, it did not appear on radar, which stealth technology, they might have more advanced stealth technology than we are. Um, both United airlines and the FAA initially denied this information until the Chicago tribune filed a freedom of information act request. The FAA then ordered an international or internal review of air traffic communication tapes to comply with the Tribune's FOIA request, which eventually uncovered a call by the United supervisor to the FAA manager in the airport tower concerning the UFO sightings. So they got caught in their own lie. So the government knew about it, but denied it exists. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Paul. Wait a minute. Hold on there a second, big guy. (laughs) <laughs> Are you telling us that the government lied? They would never Did I that. hear you correctly? Yes. No. I know it's a shock oh, to you. No, no. How can that be? <laughs> you see, no, no. The government doesn't lie, Paul. Jeez. Kids, you if you're watching this, you will always get caught in your lie. Always. Mm-hmm. There you go. I Especially remember what we talked about. Sooner or later, you become up. Yeah. Sooner or later, it's going to come to light. Yes. And people want to know why we don't trust government. Yeah. Forget the political shit. Look at something yeah. like this. Good. True. God but, you know, this, uh, this was in 2006 in the, in the day and age of, of um, um, cell phones and everything. So, you know, they, everybody has a camera on them then. Well, maybe not as much then. But yeah. there's a, a few pictures that I'll include on this uh, for the uh, O'Hare incident. All right. Hey, so- guys. Look- you hear those dings in the background? That's me annoying Paul. Um, <laughs> I, I found that picture of the Goodyear blip, so everybody knows I'm not lying. I did think that was a UFO for like five we'll put minutes. Put that on there. <laughs> and then oh, yeah, so I does. sent you a video. If you check that out, that's called ball lightning. Yes. And it's insane. This thing looks like an orb floating around, you know, and if you consider like on the paranormal side or on the UFO side, mm-hmm. you see this orb floating around in the sky and you're going, that's a UFO, it's a UFO. And then it shoots up in the sky. Ball lightning does exactly that. And the video that I sh- uh, sent you, it came out very recently and it's just incredible to watch. And they really don't know exactly what it is. There's a, there's different theories that it's a plasma, mm-hmm. that it's, you know, um, basically uh, lightning is getting ready to strike in an area. And this is just like a, an accumulation of it, but um, it's very fascinating. And not to, dispel the alien uh thing because um this is just one other explanation but it it doesn't explain a craft on the ground and you know bodies and stuff like that it could be an explanation for some lights in the sky maybe you know but not even organized lights these the the ball lightning is, is it all normally one color or can that be different colors it's been described as being different colors, but that's usually not when it's in the sky. When it's in the sky, it looks like lightning just in a ball, so like a you know lit up orb. But there's there's they've reported it being in somebody's home in a building, um, things like that, like very paranormal. Going through a wall, 
mm-hmm. uh, blowing up a wall. It's it's crazy powerful. Um, so right after was it Ben Franklin with the kite, yep, and the key. Mm-hmm. I think that was yes. Ben Franklin, right? So yes. right the year after he did this, this other guy was doing the same experiment. Him and you know a, another guy with him, and. Uh, some ball lightning got onto the uh, the kite, went all the way down and hit him in the chest and killed him, knocked the other guy unconscious. Luckily, the other guy was he survived and he was able to, you know, describe what happened, but it did kill him, you know, the scientist. So, the, you know, these things are out there and even scientists now, they've been trying to recreate it in a lab and they can sort of make it happen, but it doesn't look exactly the same. It doesn't move quite mm-hmm. the same. These things just kind of like float and hover and then rapidly just go. Mm. Yeah, so there was a weird. report in England. I'm not sure the time frame, but back in the, um, I feel so old when I say back in the 1900s. Um, <laughs> back then, there was a, a, a U.S. Uh, a twin U.S. Air Force base, and uh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but an aircraft, a UFO, supposedly landed, and they actually have the indentation from, I guess, the landing gear on the on the ground. But they also saw like lights, orbs floating around in the trees in the forest. Um, I mean, that could have been the ball lightning back then. Yeah. Wow. So you know, guys, um, I think we're gonna have to leave it here. We're gonna have to do a we're we're gonna do a follow up on this. We'll do a part three to this because this is just fascinating. I know there's other stuff, Paul, that you wanted to talk about. And there was also, a, a, I think I sent you guys a video, I'm not sure if you received it, about the scientist explaining a new aircraft that we that has been invented that is basically invisible mm-hmm. because it has a camera on top that projects to oh, the yeah. sky mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that. I, I think that. that's something we wouldn't want to show our viewers so they can, you know, and they can see part of that video and uh, we can bring that up with this. Uh, Paul, I don't want to interrupt you, dude, but this is going on a little bit longer than, than we wanted to. And I know you have a lot of information, so we'll pick this up on the next episode. Um, I mean, guys, th- this could go on for yeah. many, 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 many episodes. I mean, maybe the next uh, think, one and, we, we can talk about um, ufologists. Yeah, or that book that you were talking about, that mm-hmm. book that you're reading. Yeah. Are there yeah, any it, presidents in that book? No. When you say and, and, you're talking about I, presidents or presidents, U.S. presidents, yeah, no, there's, there's not. And, and and it's none of them are U.S. generals or anything. It's all okay. like British government, um, Peru. I forgot what other countries are in there, but those are the ones that openly reveal their investigations, what they find to their citizens. That's like, did Unlike you see it. the the? Uh, I forget what it is right now, but the the head Israeli in charge of you know space operations essentially. Mm-hmm. He after he left office, he came out and said that aliens are here, and Donald Trump knows about it. Did you see that? We're gonna have to get a clip for that for the next one. I didn't see that, but that doesn't I mean, surprise me because I, 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 mean, I would imagine that the, right the presidents are briefed on all that stuff. Yeah, I would imagine um, so. I I can maybe not. I mean maybe not. Could I mean that could just be plausible deniability on their part. Yeah, I mean, absolutely right. I mean, if, if the government's keeping this that secret, why tell somebody who's going to be out in four years or four to eight years? Yeah, uh, you know, I think they have a different code and stuff. Like these presidents know that there's 
they, they know. They know they cannot divulge it because if they they could destroy the country. Mm-hmm. God knows. But that's a great subject too. That's a, that's yeah. a great question to address. Yeah. Guys, this has been uh, unbelievably enlightening. Let's pick it up on the next episode. We'll do another episode. If it'll come out right after this, I'm not sure, but we'll we'll pick it up. And if if you're watching this or you're listening to this and you have um, any information that you'd like to share with us Mm -hmm. regarding uh, aliens and uh, extraterrestrials and stuff like that, you know, all that stuff, you know, reach out to us at you and the truth. Mm -hmm. You at you the truth.com. It's on their screen there. Share that with us. And, you know, if you want us to discuss it, we'll do some research. We'll do that. If not, if, if you want to come on the show, you know, um, we'll entertain that thought too and have you on the show. I'm, I'm sure that at least yeah. Paul and Jason can, uh, can have a, a real decent conversation with you. So I would, I would love to talk to somebody that has, that has seen a UFO. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. extraterrestrials before, but they're in my neighborhood, and I'm not sure whether we're talking about the same ones. Okay. In Walmart, <laughs> they wear glasses. And in Walmart, there you go. In Walmart, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody in Walmart, yeah, it's up in the I, air with them. Don't get it. Now we're going to get some emails. Oh, you guys at Walmart. Oh, <laughs> you know, I shop at Walmart. Uh, it doesn't mean you're an alien, you know. Yeah. Although. Yeah. No, there's always that doubt. <laughs> no, but you know, seriously, uh, for any of the viewers who who think they see uh, a, a UAP, you know, don't be afraid to report it. I mean, just just do it. I mean, you could be doing your country a really good thing than, and reporting this, and certainly be doing doing me a really good thing because I'd love to research it. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think people in this country are, are just too afraid of of backlash from other people absolutely or government right. or whatever. So, you know, just don't be afraid to do it. There's, there's programs out there and I'll research and, and see what kind of programs. I know there's a non-government program. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. Um, I'll think of it and I'll put it in, I'll put it on the, on the bottom here. But uh, I know there's, there's programs that uh, non-government programs that research this stuff. And you hit a real important note. I'm not sure if you know that you did that about the fear factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's one of the ways that they control us. And that's what happens, uh, how it happens in these socialist countries coming like in Cuba, the fear factor of Venezuela, North mm-hmm. Korea, all these countries. Um, it's the fear factor, dude. And here mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, they wrap it. It's wrapped in like a, like a gift. People don't understand mm-hmm. that they don't do a lot of things. Like you said, keep your eye out for that. You know, if somebody sees something strange, most people say, you know what? I don't even want to get involved. Crap, because then yeah. the government's going to come. So they don't, they don't do it. But it's yeah. fear. It's disguised fear. They just don't scare the shit out of you, but they tell you, listen, yeah. So that's a oh, great That's subject. the men in black. Yeah. Yeah. That's the men in black. Yeah. There's some interesting videos of them. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see, this thing can go on for, and, and we'll keep doing these episodes until, you know, we run out of material, which will probably be like in 10 years. <laughs> uh, because there's just so much stuff to go over. And I believe in all this. I really do. Yeah. I really do. I, I'd love to have a, a conversation also about the religious aspect of it. Yeah, I'll do some From, research on it. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Okay, guys, so any closing comments, Jason? I still think Elon Musk is an alien. Yeah, I I would yeah. tend to agree. But, you know, awesome. we're all aliens, Jason. To the, to the aliens that are out there? Yeah. We're That's aliens. True. That is true. That's true. Paul, your show, buddy. Wrap it up. Keep looking for what's out there, guys. 
there's something out there. Find Having it. Elite. Yeah. Appreciate that. We'll and then let me know out. when you find it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Paul. You're going to have these government guys, these men in black, all over your ass. They're they're going to pound hey, the on that door. Right. Yeah, Tammy's <laughs> going to go nuts, and Tammy, you know, and your son is. Gonna, oh no, you're in deep shit. Guys, it's always a pleasure. Yes, Pick sir. you up next time. We'll do another aliens, and then we'll take it from there. All right. Always right, pleasure, Paul, Jason. See you guys. Have a good evening, buddy. Thank you for tuning in, folks. And remember. Depends on how you look at this thing, but we're here to bring you the truth. Now, what you do with it, well, that's up to you. Have a good evening. Take care. You have just come face to face with the truth. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and hit that bell so you will be notified when we drop new episodes. <laughs>